I'm a handshake tater. I'm a spud with a plate. I'm a miracle that's greater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up with golf. I'm doing the best I can. The drunk tater. Uh, welcome to the Trump Tater. I'm Jamie Renda, and uh, wow, it's a, a another week's gone by in 2021, and we're really close to having the first month over already, and and all kinds of things have happened in in 2021. So, uh, <clears throat> it's where to start this morning. I woke up to my Facebook being suspended. And uh, I've never had a warning on Facebook, and all of a sudden my account has been suspended. And then I found out another account that I am an admin over called Civilized Awakening has been taken down. Um, So I I guess they're on a purge this morning of conservative thoughts and voices. I think it's because uh, a new poll came out that shows that Biden is less popular than Trump. That Trump's approval rating is 51 percent and Biden's was 48. So, uh, you know, they're trying to do all things that they can to uh, convince and train our minds and condition us to to think that we love Biden. Um, So yesterday I posted and I I think this is maybe what got me in trouble. My son uh, sent me this meme. It wasn't a meme. It was actually just a photo screen of the new. Oh, Biden's press secretary. And uh, it showed that on YouTube, uh, on the uh, press conference that she gave, had like 10,000 likes at four o'clock. And all of a sudden at 733 and a half, I'm sorry, 10,000 dislikes at four o'clock. And then at 7.30 p.m., three and a half hours later, it only had 3,000 dislikes. So it's like, you know, YouTube is in on the fix, too, on trying to alter our minds and convincing us that we don't that we like something more than we feel like we do. And uh, so I I did a, a screenshot of that and uh, shared that on um, on my Facebook. And between that and I shared the Antifa attacks on Portland and Seattle. I'm, I'm trying to think of what it was that triggered Facebook to shut down my account. Now I know how people feel when they say they've been on Facebook jail because uh, I am on Facebook jail and it wouldn't be so bad except I manage two business accounts and you have to have your personal Facebook to manage your business accounts. Uh, so they really can uh, impact people's ability to do their businesses. And uh, fortunately, I have a couple of other admins on those business accounts so they can work those business accounts for me. But uh, anyway, kind of a disappointing way to start my day, realizing how how much uh, our free speech is being impacted and how how fascist the face, fa- fascist Facebook is. And uh, I guess a judge ruled yesterday that Amazon does not have to put uh, Parler back on online, which was kind of a, a, a disappointment, but uh, hopefully they're going to challenge that and continue it up the line. So anyway, we'll start with a little news for the day. Actually, I'm going to start up. I'm really tired. I was up last night. We had a documentary team came. I think I've explained to you about this documentary being done on James and John Sullivan and where we are in America and how we're moving forward. And uh, so a group of us got together last night. Uh, I've been working with in my outreach and uh, life over the last 20 years has been outreach to black Americans. So I try to reach across to people who may not think along the same lines and, and try to have some power of persuasion and, and just build bridges. So Jakari is one of those I've been working with and I actually had her on my program uh, several months or a couple of months back and Jakari uh, was the head of the Northern Black Lives Matter chapter. And uh, she went on with us last night, along with a couple of others, discussing how do we move forward? How do we communicate and learn some mutual respect, even when we disagree with each other? So I want I want to give Jakari my uh, Trump Tater of the uh, Day Award, because though we differ quite greatly in our political thought processes, she's willing to actually sit down and have a civil dialogue 
and try to find common ground on where we're at and and um, and try to have you know just some human human connection um, to how we move forward with this. And so, even though you know there's many things I don't agree with you carry on politically and vice versa, uh, we have been able to form a friendship and and a relationship that is based on a mutual respect for one another. So we need a whole lot more of that. And I'm, I'm grateful to that. Uh, Jakari is someone on, on quote, the left. I think we, you know, we're on the left, on the right. And so sometimes we don't look at each other as human beings as uh, just part of humanity. And so last night we were able to have some good dialogue and discussion and, and be able to connect with, um, how the other one's feeling. And, and so there's a group of five of us. And so we didn't get through with that till almost one in the morning. And then we went back to Brixton's baked potato, even though we're not usually open at one o'clock in the morning and, uh, fed everyone and, and didn't get back to about three o'clock this morning. So I'm a little bit on the tired side. Um, but it's it's kind of exciting. I, I even I had dreams last night after this about the next documentary, and I really hope this documentary person I'm going to be able to persuade her into taking this a step further than just these two brothers, and maybe taking a trip with me to South Carolina, and um, and setting down with people that I dealt with on the Confederate flag ba- battle on both sides, because. That experience I had gave me empathy, even even though my my fight was for the Confederate flag to come down off the House and Senate chambers as it should have. I I grew a lot of sympathy and understanding of where the people who supported the flag were coming from. Now, some of them were just racist, and I'm not talking about those people, but people who uh, consider that part of their heritage and. Uh, and so in this conversation with Jakari last night, she says, you know, it's about she she was talking about respect and, uh, you know, for her ancestors and stuff. And I thought, you know, we've all got to give each other a little acknowledgement that, um, you know, our past may not always be what perfect, but, uh, you know, to totally take away the heritage of all the people in the South and, and lump it into one category is not right either. So I would like to have a documentary where we sit down and really try to get people to connect and understand with each to each other on, on why something's important to them. Uh, and then, or why something's really offensive to them and why it brings them hurt and pain and have some real open dialogue, uh, with some people who are willing to be vulnerable on how they feel. And, uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to persuade this documentary lady to go a step further. And even maybe I think we can reach out to the president. I think he's got some time on his hand right now. Uh, and when I say the president, I mean, President Trump, not Biden. But uh, and kind of give him a shot at, at really trying to. um help the public understand where he's at, because he's not a racist man at all. I think he got his back up against the wall because he's really, uh, I, I, I look at Trump and I, and this is what I told him last night. This has been my passion for 20 years. And Trump's the first Republican that's really uh, put his heart and soul into trying to really fix some problems. And that, and that's what I tried to tell Jakari last night. You know, she says, well, you know, the first, one of the first things he said is tell four women of color to go back home to their shit countries, shithole countries. I said, well, one, that's not what he said. Those are two separate comments. And um, and you blended them together. Those weren't made in the same context. But uh, two, I think, you know, Trump kind of gets his back up against the wall, you know, and he's not one that's going to, you know, because he lived a life, I think, prior to being president in which he had many good friends, Um black Americans that were friends, many black Americans that he was very kind and generous to as well and, uh, and tried to help. So then for him to get in office and be labeled a racist, I, I think he got that, just that fighter mentality. And sometimes he came across, um, in a defensive mode and, and, uh, you know, probably didn't handle it the best as he could. But I was telling Jakari, I said, you know, sometimes, you know, people can talk the talk. Biden's been really good about that. But 
President Trump walked the walk when it came to race issues and trying to really make a difference uh, for people in inner cities and job opportunities and entrepreneur opportunities and and prison reform. This is a man who walked the walk, maybe not perfect in the talk, but he's uh, President Trump truly. And and that's why I, I really love the man is that he is pragmatic. If there's a problem, he wanted to find a solution for it. So anyway, that's what we're trying to do as fellow Americans is sit down and find some solutions, some solutions on how we're going to move forward. So we'll be back on the Trump Tater in just a minute. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC 83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Uh, welcome back to the Trump Tater. I'm your host today, Jamie Rinda, and uh, just going to elaborate a little bit more on this conversation that we were having last night for this documentary team. In the middle of it, it just hit me really hard uh, of what it reminded me of, of where we're at and what it reminded me of. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. Uh, fiction and things like that just have not been anyway my my kids and my husband totally into um, Harry Potter the Hunger Games and uh, oh the Avatar that's another one that they just all love the Avatar and so I, I watch them sometimes just to be able to spend family time together but it's nothing that's just really ever grabbed me but last night in the middle of this conversation um 
the visual imagery of the Hunger Games came just kind of just full force to my mind and heart of where we're at. And because uh, I was trying to explain that I think it, it maybe not all Republicans can connect and relate to this yet. But if we can't relate to what black America has gone through after what we're going through right now in the judicial system, in a two tiered, two tiered judicial system, then we're really lacking some empathy. And uh, so I, I think that's going to connect us together in a way when our voices are being shut down and when we're not having political freedom of thought and uh, and when we're experiencing this two-tiered justice system in America. And that's what, and, and I know because this is something I've been fighting for for a long time and trying to help my fellow Republicans understand. I mean, it's a complex issue. It's not very simple. It's a lot of gray area in here um, because there's many factors that are involved. And so oftentimes the Republicans quote the factors of, of high crime and, you know, everything else in the black community is being part of the, it's not a two tier justice system. That's really not where it started and the foundation of it. So I don't want to get into a whole lot of that other than to say that my empathy has has been out there for a long time on people of color facing a different uh, judicial system. And it's not just it's people of color, but people of less economic means, which definitely disproportionately impacts people of color and uh, in what they face in our judicial system. So I'm saying this because I think that by that connection, is that maybe we're going to actually be able to look our fellow Americans in the eyes and say, Hey, let's help each other. I mean, this is America. We've got to, this is an American problem. We've got to join together, but I'm just picturing how the elitist divided the people out in the hunger games and then pitted them against one another for survival. And it wasn't until they decided to join forces and not play the game that they were successful in exposing the elites for the uh, monsters that they were. And I think that's where we are right now. I mean, we've, we've got to, you know, as I've been kind of preaching, if you will, on my podcast here with the Trump Tater podcast and encouraging my fellow listeners to be Trump Taters. And that's people who outclass, outshine and outperform dependable and exemplary people. But I, I'd like to add one. It's not necessarily the definition of Trump Tater, but people who can have empathy and some vulnerability in connecting with each other. And, uh, and that's where we're going to have to be. If we're going to beat this, uh, we're going to have to really have our hearts and desire to connect with and solve this problem, because this is the problem that the elites have have us divided on and they will continue to divide us on until we come together as humanity and try to fix this. This is the greatest country in the world that's ever been. And in this race factor that the elites continue to throw at us is what's going to divide us. But it's it's our choice whether we're going to let it divide us or not. We can decide that we're not going to let it divide us and we're going to reach out and do all that we can uh, to connect with our fellow Americans uh, and with and try to and try to overcome or defeat the this elite establishment, the swamp. You know, we we all cheer President Trump on because he actually fought this fight that we knew was out there, and I think many of us joined in and tried to help President Trump fight the fight. Um. And I'm not talking about storming the Capitol, guys, but I'm talking about really holding people accountable. And now they've they've got us, you know, between social media and this justification because of what happened on January 6th, that any of us that speak out are going to have our speech squashed and uh and on top of that we're going to put on be put on some type of no fly list i mean there's all kinds of ramifications out there um of continuing to speak out on this but so so be wise you gotta you gotta make sure you're going to be able to take care of your family and everything else but there's there's lots of ways to go about this and the, the predominant way is taking individual responsibility for your life living the best life you can live being the kindest person you can be and reaching your hand out 
to black Americans and letting them know we want to understand your problems. Let's fix them together because if it's your problem, it's an American problem and let's work on this and find solutions so that we can move forward in our country. Uh, Reaching out to your neighbor, reaching out and trying to find ways to persuade um, our fellow Americans to work together for solutions that will really impact all Americans. So anyway, we're just going to have to, you know, continue marching forward on this, but we have to find a way to connect with our, uh, I don't know. Hey, Brian, what, what were they called? The people that went in to, to fight these hunger games were they just selected from their community. I'm trying to remember how the game worked. Tributes. So we've got to connect with our fellow tributes out there and not fight against one another, but join forces so that we can beat the establishment. We can beat the swamp. Uh, That's the only way out of it is, um, is really connecting to our fellow tributes. What, you know, every one of these communities, you know, you know, seem to have like a, a specific section that they were in charge of or that they did. And so they separated everybody out in these tribes and try to keep them where they didn't want to connect and where they, they became enemies of one another, where they were pitted against each other. So we don't have to do that. We don't have to be pitted against our fellow Americans. Um, so we've got to we've got to find a way to be able to put those differences aside and find out what we have in common. And uh, and one thing that we have in common is we have a, a common enemy, and that's the elite establishment that was never meant. I don't know if it was never meant, but it was as far as in our history was not supposed to happen. We weren't supposed to have royalty in our country. And even though they're not designated as royalty, they're often, they're treated like that through the fact that they don't have the same judicial system that we have, that they're not held accountable to the same laws that were held accountable. Example of that, let's just start with Joe Biden, who threw out a mask mandate uh, on the day he was sworn in office and then broke that mask mandate time and time again in the last couple of days. And it was justified because he was celebrating uh, because he was doing a photo op. Do you think if you went to Washington, D.C. and were on the Washington Monument and you took your mask off to do a photo op, that somebody wouldn't rat you out? I mean, my goodness, we're sitting there going to let thousands and thousands of people cross our borders in the next little little while. They're going to break the laws of our country. And, uh, and we're going to hold somebody not wearing a mask to a higher standard of the law than people who are coming into our country illegally. We're going to hold, I I mean, it's just, man, it's, it's, it's worse than a nightmare of where we're headed. Um, I mean, in Germany, they're starting to lock people into camps for not following quarantine laws. Um, I mean, we're just headed to a, a strange place. So anyway, I don't, I don't want. When I come back, I don't want to go off on this negative note because we got to stay positive. So I'll be back on the Trump Twitter and try to find solutions on how we're moving forward. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. With the stroke of a pen, President Biden eliminated roughly 52,000 American union jobs. Revoking the permit for the Keystone X-Oil pipeline and rejoining the Paris Climate Accord are the contributing factors. A group of Republican senators from western states led by Senator Steve Daines of Montana joined other GOP voices in scoffing President Biden's decision. The administration says it's in national interest to end the pipeline so that other countries can see America moving away from fossil fuels. Another of President Biden's executive 
executive orders this week was mandating face coverings on all federal property. Hours later, the president gave a speech at the Lincoln Memorial without a face mask. A spokesman for Biden said there are bigger issues to worry about at this moment in time. Australia is introducing a world-first law to make Google, Facebook, and potentially other tech companies pay media outlets for their news content. Their proposed news code is seen as a possible global test case for how governments could seek to regulate big tech firms. USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Not a loan company. Check one two one two. Microphones are on their way to the Red Planet. USA Radio News Wendy King reports. Three new Mars missions are heading for the Red Planet in February, and they'll be recording the first sounds from another planet. NASA expects its Perseverance rover to land February 18th, after the United Arab Emirates Hope Orbiter arrives on February 19th, and China's Tianwen One mission arrives the next day. Perseverance carries two microphones. One will record the noise made by laser pulses emitted from the rover to hit rocks. The other microphone will listen to other events on the surface. The atmosphere on Mars is only about 1% as thick as the Earth's, so the sound waves will be different. Scientists say they expect to hear wind, falling boulders, and possibly even Mars quakes. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest News Bureau, I'm Wendy King. The atmosphere on Mars is much thinner than Earth's and contains more than 95% carbon dioxide. USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Tater Program. I'm going to be bouncing all over a little bit because some things just got jarred in my memory, and I was thinking about Lewis Lerner. Is it Lewis Lerner, the IRS lady? Not Lois, Lois, Lois Lerner, and uh, and just how far back this absolutely blatant no accountability has gone. And so that that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I know it's gone back further than that, but that was the first one that, you know, all of a sudden the IRS destroyed all these different computers that maintain the records of her emails and other of her subordinates emails that were trying to deny uh, the Tea Party um, organizations any uh, 501c3 status. And um and even though some emails were found, I mean, she committed a lot of criminal fraud against the American taxpayer and abuse in her position as the head of the IRS. And uh, again, these computers that Mr. You know, if we said if I get audited and I say yeah, my hard drive, I mean, I my computer crashed and I just lost everything. I don't think that they would buy it or care uh, as a taxpayer in an audit. But somehow, not one, not two, but multiple computers were destroyed. I mean, it's just like Hillary Clinton and her bleaching um, her hard drive and, uh, and, and, and taking a hammer to the blackberries that she had and refusing to turn over any of this equipment. Um, I mean, it just, it, it, but it started in my memory of how blatant, and just in your face, I don't care what you think. We have no, we're not going to answer anything to you. You have no control over us. We're the government. And, um, and no accountability has started. I mean, in my mind, as far as this blatant um, in your face attitude was with Lois, Lois Lerner or whatever her name was with the IRS and the Tea Party. And then it's just, gradually uh, gotten more and more in your face. And now it's just like so much 
in our face that 75 million Americans who voted for and supported President Trump are now looked at as domestic terrorists. Because a few hundred and a few hundred people, that half of those people were definitely uh, on the left and Antifa members that exploited this opportunity of this gathering that took place on January 6th. But so for a couple of hundred people that may associate with some political alliance on our part, it's behavior that 75 million Americans are, uh, are all being questioned as if, um, again, back, back to the national guard that they went through these people's private social media platforms um, and had access to that. Um, I, I hope this goes up this, the uh, court system quickly and it's shut down. But, you know, even if it is shut down by the courts, I don't think they care. I, you know, who's going to hold them accountable? There is no accountability. They've gotten away with a little smug face Comey, uh, communist Comey. Um, you know, just, it, you know, he it went on national TV, went and lied before Congress, knowing he would not be held accountable. We kept holding that hope that there was going to be some accountability and there just wasn't. So I don't even know. So it's a little discouraging. I don't, I'm not, I don't mean to be going on this negative rabbit hole here, but, um, but it's going to have to make us think a lot harder, a lot deeper on how we're going to fix this. Cause this is a big problem. And, and again, I think it's by joining hands with our, tri- you know, tributes out there of of the other tribes that may be a little bit different in our thinking processes. And I know one of my friends that I've, I've became quite good friends with is Lady Maga. And uh, in real life, his name is Ryan. Well, Ryan um, is a gay man that does a cross-dressing. He's not a, a transgender, but he enjoys the theatrics. And he came up with this uh, this personality of Lady Maga to support President Trump. And no one, no one worked harder for President Trump in my mind than Lady Maga did. Uh, Put the last four months um, of his life just online, took some time off work to go to every rally. And uh, I can't walk around in a pair. I mean, I'm at these rallies on my feet all day in tennis shoes. And at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. This man was wearing six inch high heels. Now you may think it's quirky and, and odd and, and, but uh, regardless of what you think about it, this is somebody in his own way that was out there trying to defend our president and get him support by showing that the, the gay, there are, there was support in the gay community. And, uh, and anyway, now Ryan is being questioned by his job now that his identity has been exposed and, um, so I, I hope all works out for Ryan and his employment. I'm not going to say where his employment's at, but I just find it very sad that, uh, you know, he, he said it was harder for him to come out as a Republican than it was coming out as gay. So I say this because there's a lot of people on our side that perhaps look at gay Americans and, you know, I'm not saying anything against religion, uh, freedom of religion. And, and Ryan actually has great amount of respect for freedom of religion and does not condone people who may look at his lifestyle or his life in a derogatory way. I shouldn't say derogatory way, but in a way that goes against their religious beliefs. But what I'm saying on this is that we need everyone. We need every American, regardless if they don't totally align with our value system or that we may see their lifestyles are out of sync with our lifestyles. But if they are for free speech, if they're for the Constitution, if they're for America, for capitalism and for um supporting our bill of rights we need to join hands uh if they're for holding our fbi and our cia and our intelligence communities uh accountable um we need to join forces with them if they're for really finding solutions to the problems that we're facing in america then we need to join hands even if we don't overlap in every area we need to you know at this point it's saving our constitution it's saving our basic you know, freedoms of speech, freedoms of illegal search and seizure, seizure. I can't talk this morning. Um, 
our freedom and our right to bear arms. Um, so we just need to make sure that um, that we're opening our arms wide and saying we want every freedom-loving person to join with us in fighting for these freedoms that we're so close to losing. So <clears throat> just as a little humor before I break for this next um, Schumer says, <laughs> and this is kind of funny <laughs> that Donald Trump incited the erection. <laughs> so, I didn't know Schumer walked that way, <laughs> but I guess he excited something with Schumer because Schumer said he excited the erection. So anyway, didn't mean to be derogatory, but we got to take a little humor where we can have it. <laughs> so did you see that, Brian? <laughs> so anyway, uh, we can't miss out on these little opportunities of joy. Oh, another really fun opportunity of joy was, uh, I guess, Joe Biden walks around with an earpiece and uh, he's walking and about to walk in the door. And there's some Marines up at the door. They're opening the door to him. And somebody reminded him to salute the Marines. So Joe says out loud as he's walking in the door, salute the Marines. Did you see that, Brian? <laughs> and so it's like, oh, my gosh, we're only two days into this, folks. And this is the kind of fun we're having. Uh, so so it just makes you wonder, you know, what all that. uh that earpiece is telling Joe, and I guess that's like the Holy Ghost whispering truth to Joe's ears. And and uh, anyway, something's given him some inspiration. But uh, you did you didn't even see it connect once he even said it out loud as to what he was talking about. But he just walked right in as the Marines opened the door for him and said, "Salute the Marines." <laughs> so anyway between between Schumer's erection and uh and in Joe's earpiece um we're going to have some fun these next 4 years and that's that's another thing with Jakari last night you know I said well you had fun with our guy 4 years but you can't imagine the kind of fun we're going to have with yours because uh your guy really gives us an opportunity to have some fun and it's kind of sad that the Democrats even put this man in place to to be mocked the way he will be mocked for the short time he will be in office before Kamala Harris takes over. But uh, anyway, we're going to be back on the Trump tater and I'm going to talk about how Kamala Harris was sworn in. I think um, the Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor, is that how you say her name? I think she said her name wrong. So anyway, back on the Trump tater in just a minute. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things. 
like by a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. The hour has uh, gone by quickly. Last segment of the Trump Tater, and um, I still get every day people telling me that you know I need to change the name of the Trump Tater podcast as we move forward. But I just love the name. I love the meaning. And uh, I love my little character, and I hope I can get him back out there um, without getting assassinated or or people attacking him at parades and everything. So I hope he's going to be able to bring some joy to people in the future because he's just an adorable little character. So, again, you know, little things are starting to happen that we knew would happen once Biden got in office and Trump wasn't there is Governor Whitmer is easing the restrictions on restaurants now that Biden's in office. All of a sudden, it's not so much that the coronavirus is going to go away, but their approach to the coronavirus and freedom, nah, I'm not going to go there. They're not really going to give us any freedoms back. Who am I kidding? But uh, for just a minute here, Whitmer is going to ease the restrictions on restaurants. I don't think it'll last long. They, they like the control of being able to tell Americans what to do. But I started to say, you know, everything's going to shift back and and go back to normal, but it's not going to. Um, You know, their motto is never let a crisis go unexploited, and they certainly don't let a crisis go unexploited. Um, And uh, and even with Biden in office, I think they're going to continue to exploit this crisis. and I think it's going to probably be exploded for years. So anyway, I, for a minute there, I was going to think, yeah, they're going to go back to normal now, but that's probably not going to happen because we're going to have the quote, the new normal, the new normal, whatever that they imagine that to be. So the national guard, 25,000 troops was guarding um, the inauguration in our state capital. And even though their freedoms were being violated uh, to serve because the National Guard is made up of the majority of white males and the majority of white males voted for Trump, so they can't be trusted. But there for a few days, uh, they tried to act like they actually appreciated the military. But now that that inauguration and the public eye is off, you know, they're treating the military exactly how they feel with the disdain that they have for the military. The National Guard troops are not being treated well. They're being, you know, forced down out of sight into the garage uh, of the Senate and Senate and House buildings. Um, and one of the, the National Guards was in a cafe without a mask on. Well, you know, it's hard to eat with the mask on. And uh, one of the dim, the damn, <laughs> the de- Democratic representatives came in there and chided this National Guard. And I guess the National Guard person re- retorted back that I like my freedoms. And um, 
And so this really upset this Democratic congressman, and uh, he went and reported the National Guard. So they're trying to find this National Guardsman that had the audacity to suggest that he liked his freedoms. But, but, I mean, the ironic thing is it's in a Dunkin' Donut shop. I mean, the guy was either eating or just got through eating or something. So I don't know how this federal mandate is going to work. Does that mean if someone's in their office working in a federal building and no one else is there that they have to wear a mask? Um, I'm not for sure exactly what that means. Does it mean Biden is going to be mandated to wear a mask uh, even when social distancing is there as he's working on things? Is it? I mean, who is that going to apply to? Is it just... The little people, or is it going to be everyone? I mean, I know the the Democrats are really good at this public mask wearing uh, because they want to, you know, send out that virtue signaling of how good they are. But you know, when when the cameras are off, you know, oftentimes their mask is off too. So how's this going to work out? Uh, who's who's actually going to be held to the standard of living this new mandate on federal property, and uh, and but this National Guard person, as I mentioned, was really ripped on by one of our Democratic congressmen. And and they're not being treated very well there as they're guarding our nation's capital. And matter of fact, I'm just sitting here looking now because <laughs> I'm, I'm flipping through because I'm banned on Facebook. So I can't look at Facebook on any things that are coming through there. But I'm flipping through another thing that says it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Biden family members posing out in front of the Lincoln Memorial. None of them have masks on. I guess they didn't get the memos. I don't know. But uh, Anyway, and they don't all live in the same house. But again, I have no issue really with the picture being taken. I think it's great. I mean, the man managed to finally become president after I don't know how many t- tries. And he did so from the base, his basement without uh, without actually out there campaigning. I mean, that's an achievement. I mean, I'd be taking a family photo, too. Um, but uh, it's just the hypocrisy of it all that we want to hold them accountable because if we went to Washington and took a family photo out there with our family with that mask on, um, somebody would see it on social media and we would be written up. I remember back in April when I had my 10-year anniversary of my restaurant and we were closed. We were forced to close or just do business to DoorDashers. We couldn't let anybody in our restaurant. Um and uh, so I couldn't celebrate my 10-year anniversary. So I put my big 24-foot banner out in front of my restaurant that said, we love and support our president. He's our top tater. We had a, a guy come out and play some music. So, And we uh, went out there with the Trump tater, and there was 11 of us, 11 of us out there. Eight of us had masks on out of the 11. Three did not. And so at that time, in 11, including the Trump taters, the, you can't really count the Trump tater, but 10 of us and the Trump tater. And I had four people that day put on social media how Brixton's was out there breaking the, the quarantine and the social distancing. And so this is in April. And I thought, man, what brown shirts. We have out here. I mean, if you look on, if you look in the video, Fox 13 was out that day. You'll see how many, all my employees were wearing masks. I was wearing a mask and, uh, and we had 10 people in the Trump tater. And, and this is in April. So, man, eight months later or nine months later going on, um, how much worse that it's gotten where uh, people are being arrested. They, they plan this utopian vacation to Hawaii spend, you know, probably save for it for years and show up to Hawaii and they're told that they have to stay in their hotel for two weeks. I mean, that's their vacation, the entire two, two weeks, and they have to quarantine the whole time they're there for their utopian vacation. And uh, so they, they they sneak out to go take a walk on the beach by themselves, and uh, then they end up in jail over it. Um I mean, this is just a crazy world we're living. So we're going to have to, <laughs> again, we're going to have to dig deep and find a way to, to survive and thrive through it. And uh, one of the ways we can thrive through it is we should save a whole lot of money because 
there's no movies we can go see because there's nobody in Hollywood that we can support that don't think that we're absolute trash. So why would we spend our money going to a movie or supporting these Hollywood actors and actresses? So we can save a lot of money on not supporting and buying videos or downloading some of these videos online. We can save a lot of money by not buying Nike products, by not shopping at stores that are punishing uh, my pillows, Mike Lindell, uh, I guess Kohl's and Bed Bath and Beyond are now opportunities to save a lot of money and not shop to to make good for a couple more years on the on the things that we have, and uh, maybe start going to some thrift stores for. Uh, there's, you know, JC Penney's, there's still a few stores out there we can shop at, but we should be saving a lot of money on not ordering every day off something off Amazon. I'm not saying I'm going to cancel my Amazon account because darn it, I like my Amazon account, but I'm not going to shop on it very much anymore. I'm going to be very careful to limit the dollars I spend on Amazon. Um, so anyway, I, I think we're going to have to really, we're going to have to be creative and we're going to have to, uh, kind of work this through the the money we're going to have to speak with our dollars and not support any corporations that are going to hinder our freedoms or stop our free speech and so anyway just just look at the ones you know we can't do all of them there's going to be some maybe we can't do but look at the ones that you can impact and do without in your life and uh, and let's just try to speak with the dollars that we have. And it should put us in a very good place financially. Uh, and maybe we can save some money, pay off a lot of debt and put a little bit of food storage up and to be prepared with our family. So we'll be back on Monday with seeing where the world turns uh, Monday morning on the Trump Tater. Have a wonderful weekend. Oh, I have 10 more seconds. So if you haven't followed us on and uh, looked us up on TrumpTater.com, that's Trump, T-A-T-E-R, and follow us on Facebook. My TrumpTater account's still up, but my first personal Facebook has been shut down. Have a wonderful weekend.